Kevin. Kevin said he killed his brother because he's jealous, because he was jealous of him. He killed him because he had jealousy. But you know what happens in this part? In this part. In Genesis 4, 2 to 4, later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord. And Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. Before anything else, we need to see what's happening. There are things that God established in the Word and in His Word that that it's a, a principle. When we start something, uh, when we start something, we cannot change it. Something that was in the heart of God, something that God established, we cannot change. When we go to Genesis. They have nothing to do with law and grace. We're not gonna talk about how we should um, give our tithes um, because we're gonna be here all day long. But first, what is it that happens? What we read, it tells us that that the offerings and Everything belongs to God. It's a principle of straight from the heart of God that we cannot change. Second, getting hold of time. The beginning of a new year and the end of a cycle and the beginning of a new year when the cycle finished, Cain and Abel came to bring offering to God. Why? Ask me why. See, Peter says in Romans that every, Paul says in Romans that everything that you bring will cause everything else to be blessed and sanctified. Does somebody understand that? says that every every new thing that you bring will be sanctified and everything will be blessed after that Romans eleven sixteen says for if the first fruit is holy the lump is also holy and if the root is holy so are the branches If the root is holy, so are the branches. Right now in the scriptures, they, Abel and Cain brought their offerings, their first fruits, because they knew that if they did that, the rest of the year would be blessed. 
somebody understanding this. See, this word is powerful. I, I am joyful not only when I teach the process. That's why I have, I have titled this The Power of the First Fruits. And those that have experienced it, they have experienced it in their lives. They know what happens. They know how God moves. They know, you know, Cain brought from the fruit of the soil and Abel brought from his flock. And there's a difference. Number one, he brought a offering and the other brought a first fruit. It's a difference between a tithe and the first fruits. Are you with me still? <coughs> God is establishing establishing tithes and offerings to think different things. The offering of Cain, God received it. But but what happened? Sorry. Sorry, no no. Uh, Cain's offering God did not offer did not accept it. The one that Abel received brought yes God received that because one brought the first fruit and the other brought just an offering when you see there where it says um, he brought the first fruit he brought what it was best I know that some of you maybe in your hearts are fighting maybe some home they're they're fighting in their heart how much is it that I need to give how much is it that I need to give so I can so I can uh, sanctify what becomes be in the after. All I have to tell you is that you're moving in faith. That you are moving in faith. If a lot of us want that our families be saved, we want that our, our families come to church. We want that our families want to be healthy, that God do something in our family. Are you ready in this morning? Are you ready? But if our faith, listen what I have to say, if our faith is the size of the first fruit we are giving, how can we expect so much from God if our faith is only moving us to something small? Your seed needs to be the size of your faith. I have listened to people that say, oh, I, I won't give because then I won't have enough for rent. See, let me tell you something, uh, a testimony. You know, when I've been working, I bring my, uh, my envelope of, of my promise. And other days we have brought in this week, I said, God, I just don't want to just bring the promise, but I want to bring something. This is just me, so don't don't take offense to it, but this is just me and my testimony. So I said, God, I want to present to you our first fruits. And, and you know what? All of a sudden, God opened doors like no other time before. 
they started opening doors of work that I, I already have people waiting for me to go and I want to distribute the work and and I want to send it to somebody else but they say no we want you to come and do the job uh, he said I have a lot of work at, at church already the first fruit has nothing to do with if you are fighting it in your heart you know if you're fighting in your heart then don't give it don't give it because the first fruits first needs to die in your heart like the seed has to do if you don't then you're always going to be fighting it you're always going to be fighting then there's some people that come and and tell me it's my fault or tell me that that they say that God is a God of order. Who knows that? God is a God of order. And if you are not right with God, if you're not being faithful in your tithes and your offerings, offerings, you cannot minister in the altar, even our kids, because we are teaching them. So the first fruit has nothing to do with finance, your finances. It has to do with obedience. Your first fruit has nothing to do with finances, with money. It has to be or has to do with your obedience. We have to teach principles to our children, principles of blessings, of prosperity, of, of bringing them to a different level, to bringing them up to more levels where God wants them to be. See, Proverbs 10.22 says, The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. Now, when I want to say something to somebody. You may have a work or a job, but there's this a difference when you have a blessed work than you having just a job. It's a difference between between having a house and having a blessed house you can have a car but you can have a blessed car it's a great difference you can have money but if that money is not blessed there's a difference in the things that you can have but if those things are not blessed believe me there's a problem there and a lot of times we we try to work and work and try to get rich and what happens we are still paycheck to paycheck you know why because so many times we have work but we don't have a blessed work because sometimes we have a lot of stuff but they're not blessed or they're not blessing to us talk to somebody there's a lot of people that have been in the ways of God for years and they still cannot understand that there's a lot of people that have a lot of time in God but they don't want to understand that what part this part that the kingdom of God is first I know it hurt 
I lost you if you didn't say amen, at least say ouch, that the kingdom is first, that the kingdom is first, that the kingdom is first, the kingdom is first, the kingdom is always first, that the kingdom is always first. The kingdom of God is first, and when you know the kingdom is first, everything else will be blessed because we first bless God. We first bless our Father and what He has asked of us. In Matthew 6.33, it says, But seek, and all of these things shall be added to you. But when you understand that the kingdom is first, has nothing to do with money has nothing to do with finances it has to do with obedience Cain his offering was not received because he had to bring the first fruits but he brought what was left over if I have enough there's a, a principle in this I want us to learn because we want a church that is blessed. Those that have been with us, you know that you are, have been blessed. You know that you have been blessed. Those that have been with us for a long time. In a long time, a lot of times, I am astonished of how God has sustained you. And and I get so so astonished when you come to my house with food that you knock at my door all of a sudden me wanting something and all of a sudden uh they bring me menudo it has happened like that because those that give are being blessed because those that give they have been blessed those that have given even more they're being blessed i know that you are being blessed some just stop and and sometimes they they leave something in my mailbox go and, and open it before the mailman comes and takes it they tell me i only give only only you guys i give permission to open my mailbox but to leave something okay here's where we see that started to practice and bring the first fruits to God in Leviticus 23 Leviticus 23 9 to 10 and the Lord spoke to Moses saying speak to the children of Israel and say to them when you have come into the land which I give to you and reap its harvest then you will bring a sheaf, sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest there it is one more time God started to instruct his people in the practice started to instruct the people in the practice of the first fruits and Moses continued to instruct the, the people and again uh, the disciples as well so let's go Ezekiel 44 30 
the best of all fruits of any kind and every sacrifice of any kind from all your sacrifices shall be the priestess also you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meal to cause a blessing to rest on your house somebody understood that verse did somebody understand that when you give God's blessing is upon your home the blessing rests in your home we have gone through a process in these days of of crying of tears but tears of how God has been faithful with us two weeks hard weeks of seeing God's hand move over us. Even my daughter yesterday. I'm gonna steal it from you, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. They know that I steal the testimonies, but my daughter she got a check and she didn't understand. Since she lost her job and she's not in in school, we're home, and now she's working with me to give her a small check. And she tells my dad, I had her name, my name, I don't know from what it was, but I have both names. And she asked me, what should I do with it? And I told her, go deposit it in your account. She was waiting, maybe half and half, or I'll give it to you why because it's what God puts in my heart but two because there are things that come in your name there are things that already have your name there are things that God is putting your name on with his right hand he's putting things in your hands he's putting Sylvia Cano you gave me with a powerful heart with a grateful heart to bring your first fruits and I will put your name John, I will put your name to something. Priscilla, you're putting your name onto something. You know what? I'm writing with big capital letters. I have those papers for that house that you have been asking for. But it's not because of the first fruit that you're giving. But I'm giving it because you are being faithful. Because you are in obedience. That's why I'm doing it. There are contracts that already have your name. There are contracts that they have at real estate and they already have your name. You don't know it, but it's not because you have money. It's not because uh, the bank gave you a loan. It's because you're being obedient to God. Because this has to be with obedience. That's where the power is. Paul says that everything that we bring to God, like a first fruit, the rest will be blessed. The rest of the year will be blessed. See this, the man that was so wise in Ecclesiastic, it says, throw your bread over the waters because over few, a few days, you will find it. Put your bread over the waters because after a few days you will find it I don't I'm gonna explain that verse because some people said they don't understand it 
Don't make the mistake of keeping your bread, of keeping your bread at the beginning of the year. Don't make the mistake of retaining your bread in the beginning of the year. Throw your bread over the waters. People think that the first fruits and the offerings, they're not going to see them again. But when you bring your harvest, there's a reason why he established this as a, a principle and he asked for the first fruits. What I have to explain to you in those times is what they ate. But now, what is the main of uh, sustaining ourselves? How is it that we have we have uh, money it's the, our finances and so what is it that we bring we bring the first fruit some people already did it because that's how they custom to do it from the first check of, of the Lord <coughs> Sons do that because that that's how they accustomed to for the first fruits. So now we do a, a, a celebration, which we do it today, and which is good for those that know me. Uh, know that I don't like to teach about finances. I don't like to teach about tithes, but it's my responsibility to teach you uh, the right way. Because I want you to be blessed. Besides those that that uh, use the word of God to take money out of people, that's not my way. But you can see how God is working and where he is working and where we invest and where we're helping as well. You have listened to it too. So sadly... Uh, this principle is not well seen or viewed in a lot of churches. But I say it to you with all of my heart. This is very delicate. But as a pastor, I have to teach you principles. I want that your house be blessed, that your kids are blessed, your children. Throw your bread over the water. Two elements, bread and water. What does the bread represent? It represents the sustainability. Sustainability. It has to do with everything that has to do with being blessed. It's bread. Where are we going to throw it to in the water? Now, the water... It's the system that God gave men that makes that three things happen. Makes three things happen. God is, uh, water is the system that God gave us for three things to happen. Number one, that it activates things. Number two, causes that something, causes things to grow. Number three, causes something that is dead come back to life to come back to its green the water does three things it provokes three things water provokes three things happen number one god 
water makes things to activate make things active if you go out there in, in the rain see if you're not getting active and running away from the rain water causes something to grow water causes something to grow there's family that like to grow plants if you don't pour water on them they die and even if they die on the third thing if you keep putting water in it what what's gonna happen it's gonna become green again that it will cause it to revive again throw your bread over the waters because number one is going to bring changes number two is going to revive number three is going to make it grow everything that is not growing what's the first thing that happens when you throw the bread what do we said a change changes happen when you throw the bread changes happen a lot of people want to experience changes but they don't throw the bread a lot want to experience changes but they don't throw the bread a lot want to experience change but they don't throw the bread somebody is understanding me it says throw your bread over the water and it says in a few in a few time and months and some weeks and some days you will find it so a lot a lot of people want to experience but they don't throw the bread they keep it they keep and that's why they come to poverty that's another teaching see there's a lot of people that say god please change my situation please where i'm where i'm going through please change this change that but they don't even want to uh, deposit a seed in the offerings offering and tithes provoke changes in our lives when you throw the water the bread in the water the bread changes the bread is sustainable when you throw the bread where it should go something is going to happen what's the first effect uh, of, of the bread when you throw it in the water what is what happens somebody says it gets inflated it gets it grows when you throw the bread what happens it grows are you ready are you ready because one or two or three I'm gonna prophesy over today in this morning it grows the territory that somebody somebody's territory is about to be grown it's gonna expand you know why because you are being obedient to the word because you're being obedient to God you cannot sow and think you're never going to see that fruit again you see there's something incredible that when it, the bread grows it doesn't sink have, some, has somebody noticed that when bread has um, water it doesn't sink it grows and floats 
so some people may say why am I put the bread in the water but when water comes into the bread it, it doesn't sink it stays afloat see God has taken us to declare this year our, our title of this year is the year restoration and this is a year where God is going to restore things where God is going to restore lives God is going to restore marriages God is going to restore homes he's going to restore bodies God is going to restore lives this is a time of restoration some say there in the news that after you have virus your body is does is not right it's not true and this morning I saw people that were dancing there were people that were that were praising that were glorifying glorifying God that have gone through the process but you know what that no virus is gonna come to stop you who bring you down on the contrary it came to wake you up to revive you you know why because God has said that he is gonna restore our bodies I believe it with all of my heart this morning. I believe that God is restoring. I believe that God is doing something. See, God is saying, if you throw your bread over the water, I'm going to be the one worrying about you not drowning. I am going to be the one worried about that you will not sink. I will be the one making sure that you are afloat over crisis problems and worries i'm not gonna let that you drown i'm not gonna let you drown he is saying i am gonna keep doing what god says what the word says i am the one that's gonna sustain you i will be your jehovah jireh i am your provider I am your refuge. I know that a lot of you, if I gave you the mic, you can testify. And we can stay here all day long, all afternoon, hearing testimony after testimony of what God is doing, how God has been moving. How businesses have to close, but yours hasn't closed how a lot had to give back their house because they couldn't pay but you know what you still have your house and not only that you remodeled it on that time what the system created to bring destruction God has created so you can see that you are still blessed in the midst of crisis in the midst of the of the storm you are still blessed what the system created to drown us God has used it so you can see that if you're walking with him things can still happen powerful things still happen in your life and will continue to happen in your life how many of you are in, in a great expectation I know that sometimes the enemy comes and 
gives us doubts and we have low days down days and sometimes when you start getting up something starts happening when you think you have a victory it's what happens the enemy appears and and want you to think what is not but God says throw your bread over the waters throw your bed your bread over the waters when you when you do that you are not gonna drown you see See, see what Jesus said. I will go and prepare a place for you, for us, so that where I am, you can also be with me. Now, in the Bible, it doesn't say that he went to go prepare mansions, but he said, I will go and prepare a place. I'm going to go and prepare a place. You know what what is a place? When God is speaking, when Jesus is speaking, when he says I'm going to go and prepare a place, you know what he is referencing to? A place? A, a place of authority. A place of government. Where everything else has to submit to the word of God. I don't know if you're understanding today, but everything else has to submit to the Word of God. I don't know if you have experience, but when you go through a place and you're going through something, I'm a, for example, an, exa uh, uh, an accident, and you feel a car coming, and you say, the blood of Jesus, and that car that was coming was coming to destroy what the enemy had prepared for you, God moves it out of the way because you have the authority, because heavens have given you authority, because the heavens have given you the authority. It's not, and, and there is times, there is times, there is times, gives you authority and power in your mouth everything else has to submit but how is that that to this one I have never spoken to him well all of, a, all of a sudden God has given me authority to speak to them the Bible says that the demons have to submit spirits have to submit where is the authority of the church in these days where is the authority you see these days we have even prayed over the phone because in the midst of what's happening life and our death you know what we've seen the hand of God we have seen the hand of God praying over the phone how the demons and spirits 
have to uh, submit and all of a sudden they leave that home because remind them who that home belongs to remind them who who's in that home that there's a presence of God we remind them that who is the owner of that home stop opening doors You know that Satan, Satan is afraid of the first fruits. Satan is afraid of the first fruits. fruits. Genesis 49, 3 it says, Genesis 49, 3 says, Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might and the beginning of my strength. The excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. You see, he is the firstborn. He's the first fruit of his family. And the dad tells him, you're my strength. You, you are the excellency of dignity. Of dignity. The first fruit before God, it it makes it have strength, virtue, dignity, and power. What first fruit before God provokes strength, provokes virtue, provokes dignity, and provokes power? Now, you know why Satan wants to stop your seed? Why he wants to stop your first fruit? Because inside of it, there is power. Because inside of it carries power. Because inside of it, you carry virtue. What is it that people always see? They don't see your virtues. They see your wrongs, your mistakes, and all of the time, they're gonna talk about your mistakes. All of the time, they're gonna talk about how bad you did, but never talk about your virtues. Come on. I'm gonna preach in English right now. They always see your mistakes, but they never see your virtues. And here it's telling it's saying that that's what the enemy wants. You know why? Because the first fruit's gonna bring strength, and you have strength, and he takes the strength. What are you? What's gonna happen? You're gonna be weak. You were not. You're not gonna be able to confront. So, virtue and virtue. In virtue, you're gonna be productive enemy operates it's it's crazy how the enemy carries in all of this you know he brings dignity the word of god says that he is the one that lifts your head he is the one that lifts your head no you won't be embarrassed any longer he gives us dignity for power you will not be conquered because you will conquer you see, enemy conquers our minds. Yes or no? Enemy conquers our minds. 
He conquers uh, through what? Social media. If in this morning I go and I post something, but and I make you tag and I tag you on it, what happens? You're gonna start. You're gonna start talking about me and and say, oh, he even tagged me. And even you put, even if you don't tag anybody, they get, people are gonna think you're talking about them. What does the enemy do? He is gaining territory. What is the enemy doing? He's conquering you. He's conquering your territory because, but you have to say, no, I'm not gonna let the enemy take, take from me because what he wants to do is conquer your territory. But we're not, we're not gonna let him conquer because the heavens have given us authority to move in the supernatural. And this is what God speaks about Reuben, that he is the firstborn, he is the first fruit. It has nothing to do with grace or law. It's the principle that came out of the heart of God. see what happens Cain and Abel they were the first they were the first that that exercised uh, the first fruit at the end Cain had the option to give uh, what was left over but see what happened all of his people were lost all of his people were lost for not being able to or for not bringing the first fruit. <coughs> Cain killed his brother <clears throat> just because Abel gave his first fruit, because Abel gave the best, because he brought the best, because he brought the first fruit, the firstborn. If first fruits have these power, if they have these things, strength, virtue, dignity, and strength. You see how God breaks the system, the system of Egypt. You know what happened in, in Egypt with uh, Pharaoh first. In Egypt, all of the famine did not did not change the Pharaoh's heart. He kept his power, but when his firstborn was taken away, what happened? Nothing happened with the plagues. But when God touched, when God touched his firstborn of Egypt, when God lifted himself against Egypt then that's when they let Israel leave you know why because the first fruit of a Pharaoh his strength was in the firstborn his dignity his power were in in the first fruits
his all of his power, dignity, power and dignity was in his firstborn. When God takes this away, God rips with the system. The Pharaoh became crazy, became he went crazy because fast he started to think now who is gonna be in the throne? Who's gonna sit at my throne? What's gonna happen with this nation? He didn't have a, a Harris. He didn't have somebody to throw the power to or give the power to. He took the power away. It, it hurt his dignity. There's no more legend. There's nothing after him. You know what happened after that? That God took his power says that all of Israel took gold and took uh, took all of the gold and all of the silver of Egypt. They took everything. They took the diamonds and they took silver and gold. You need to keep fighting. You need to keep fighting. In the word also, there's uh, about two other brothers that one go pretends to be the other one to have the blessing of their father. Exodus 22, 30 says, You shall not delay the offer, the first of the ripe produce, and your juices, the firstborn of your sons, you shall give to me. Likewise, you should do with your oxen and your sheep it shall be with its mother in seven days on the eighth day you shall give it to me i want to tell people in this morning if you don't see your firstborn don't give up if your firstborn does hasn't or doesn't serve god don't give up it's a promise of god Offer it, offer them to to him. If you're firstborn, offer them to the to God. Offer them before God, because when you understand paternity, you are saying, "I honor who gives me all of the blessing. I honor the one that gives me all of the blessing." And if it wasn't for him. I could do nothing. I wouldn't be able to do anything if it wasn't for him. The last verse, Proverbs 3, chapter 9. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. And they would, and your first fruits will increase. Some days ago, we didn't have, we were so working, doing things with what God has given us. We, we didn't have uh, even groceries, but all of a sudden, let me say all of a sudden, God released something over our home. He released the blessing over our home that made us all cry. 
because that is how God is. He has care of his children. He has care of his children. The first fruit releases the care of God of your home, your life, and over the homes of your, of your children. The first fruit releases for a temp, for a season. It releases God's care for a season. This is very important. And then we need to bring the first fruit so God can bless. That is why that there's a lot of churches, churches that are giving these days to God because they understand what is a first fruit. This is not just, it's not simply a, a, a party. Listen, it's not simply a party. It has to do with who is who in your life. My question for you this morning is, who is God in your life? Who is God in your life? And if you are going to tell me that he is your father, then prove it and honor, honor him, then honor him, then honor him with obedience, honor him with obedience, honor him with obedience, honor him with obedience. Because you know in who you have deposited your faith. Close your eyes where you're at. God bless you. This has been Sunday, January, sorry, February 14th.